podcast about friends and how I met your mother. I'm David. I'm Natalie. And Natalie, how are you? Yeah. It's been a tough week. It's I, been a very I feel like I say week. that every week, but, no, but this has been a this has been an especially sad. I don't you've probably talked about our sweet cat Richelieu. We lost. We had to say goodbye. Yeah. Um, yeah, just less than two months shy of her nineteenth birthday. I've had her since she was old enough to be had by anybody she's been with me pretty much since i graduated college and uh yeah we had to yeah, as you say we had to say goodbye to her um she'd been sick off and on it's uh it's very sad but we were able to be there we were with there her with her it was peaceful and she lived a very long very happy life so we've been yeah. looking at pictures of her in better times and I think when once this like initial like shock wears off, we can kind of just celebrate how much fun we had with her. Yeah. But anyone who's ever lost a pet knows this yeah. crushing sadness. I was talking about this with um, Tyler, my co-host of Battleship Retention. And by the way, if you want to keep up with what's going on with Tyler, go to caringbridge.org slash visit slash Tyler and Jennifer Smith. Um, go to that. Uh, and he... Lived with me when I had 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 Richelieu right after college, so yeah. he's known her her whole life too. But he was talking about the loss of a pet. It's not just, um, it's not just the loss of something that you love. It's also a loss of a part of your daily life. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So it's not like you can. It's it's hard to forget at any moment because you. She's for for there. almost 19 years, I saw her, unless I was like out of town or something, I saw her every day. Yeah, she so, was part of the family, part of our home. Yeah, so um, it's a huge hole. Um, it is truly like sad and also just like surreal to me. Like I said, I haven't like, if you count like adult life as being done with schooling, I don't know an adult life without Richelieu. So it's, um, it's very strange. Very strange. And very sad. Yeah. But... Um, this, we're still going to have a fun show, though, right? Yes. Yeah. We wanted to get that out of the way um, because it's what's on our minds and it's hard not to not to think or talk about it. But if you don't know, this isn't normally a podcast about um, losing Grief. pets. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is a podcast about Friends and How I Met Your Mother. We watch an episode of Friends and an episode of How I Met Your Mother. We're watching the two shows concurrently. Uh, and we discuss, compare, contrast, do all sorts of other things. Uh, this week, we're on season four, episode 19 of both shows. Uh, season four, episode 19 of Friends is called The One With All the Haste. And season four, episode 19 of How I Met Your Mother is called Murtaugh. We're going to put a pin in Murtaugh. Uh, ow, he says. He says, I'm too old for this pin. Uh, and we're going to start with season four, episode 19 of Friends, The One With All the Haste. We get a nice quiet opening in Rachel's bedroom, which used to be Joey's bedroom. Mm -hmm. Panning across, seeing her out cold. As the dawn light yeah. uh, filters in. And then the neighbor who, in true, you know, I guess New York City fashion, uh, his window is like three and a half feet away. Yeah, like within arm's reach. Yeah. Yeah. Started, starts singing uh, a made up morning song. Yeah. Uh, morning is here or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's very funny. Um, the guy's name is Michael Connor, the, the singer. I looked him up. Already, oh. um, uh, digression, like, Los Angeles is obviously set up different than a city like New York, New but Chicago is a little yeah. more similar to New York. And my, um, 
my second apartment in Chicago was, um, I mean, not it, obviously it's comical how in this, how close right. the windows are. I don't know. Maybe there are New Yorkers, you know, have you ever lived that close to someone? I don't know. But, uh, the second apartment, the one I lived in with, with Tyler and, and my roommate or our roommate Cole and where Rich Lou first lived. Um, it was very close and, um, our neighborhood, uh, it is since very much gentrified. We were probably, I mean, we were broke college kids, but like, um, you know, there's a, it's a stereotype that like the first wave of gentrification is often gay men, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. and that that was true of this neighborhood. It was like mostly like middle class families, mostly like uh, Latino families, but then a lot of gay men. And so our apartment, when we, if we were sitting in our apartment watching TV, if we leaned to the right and looked at the window, we could see into our neighbor's apartment. Yeah. And he was a uh, little guy. Like a short, like, mm-hmm. um, very short thin. Short king? Yeah, not but like a short, thin guy. And he had a type. Uh, and it was obviously Big bears. Fellas? Yeah. Bears. And so Cole started referring to our neighbor as Mowgli. <laughs> 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 um, but, like, he couldn't help. We, we weren't, like, trying to spy on him. Right. But, like, the amount of time he we were sitting there, notice. like, the light to the stairwell would go on and we'd see him come into his apartment yeah. with a different, like, you know, big hairy guy. Yeah. <laughs> you couldn't help but notice. Anyway, um, so Rachel is uh, so pissed about getting woke up by the singing neighbor. She walks out into the apartment, into the living room, and Monica's there. And, and After Joey, screaming at the neighbor first. Right. She yells at him first. Then she yells at Joey. Um, then Monica, like, tries to defend what she's done to the apartment but admit she hates it too um so that's the opening mm-hmm. uh, after the titles we uh open with ross and emily in bed together ross has gotten an earring he's gotten his ear pierced yeah. um it's a, like a little hoop yeah um yeah I don't, i've never wanted to get my ears pierced hmm. i don't know i don't know i don't think i've ever seen an earring that i thought would look good on me like what you kind don't... of earring would i even get any kind. A little stud or a little hoop. Uh, maybe, but yeah, I don't think it... Diamond? Fits. A diamond stud? Yeah. I don't think it, it... Yeah, fits your personality. Yeah, I don't think so either. Yeah. I don't see it happening. Um, Emily has to get ready to go back to London again. Um, and Ross is very, very sad about that. Tries to keep her from packing. Uh, at the boys' apartment, Phoebe comes by and she's wearing... Uh, Santa pants. She's wearing pants from a Santa outfit because she thought they were maternity pants. And then there's a joke that she pulls. She's like, it's there's even these are maternity pants. There's even a list of names in the pocket. She got them at a thrift store. She's like a list of names in the pocket. These are the good ones. These are the bad ones. But what that got me thinking is like, are these the pants of the actual Santa? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. So uh, um, then Monica and Rachel come up with an idea to bribe uh, Joey and Chandler into giving them back their apartment, switching back apartments with um, Clipper season Knicks. Knicks. Yeah. Clippers, Clippers are here are, in Los Angeles. Yeah. I'm You're thinking, such an Angelino. Well, because we just went to the crypto.com arena yeah but not to see a clippers game, not to see the clippers game, to see a king's game but there's yeah. a lot of clippers signage yeah. yeah yeah but that's the one you go with 
Clippers because the Lakers also play well, there. The, yeah. And I feel like there's even more Lakers stuff because they've got all the championships and stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess I was just thinking Clippers. Yeah, good for you. Well, also, do you know, um, we were watching the new episode, the season two premiere of Grand Crew, the the sitcom. Yeah. And uh, Carl Tart Sherman. Maybe that's Had a why. Clippers Maybe like sweatshirt or jacket yeah. or something. Subconsciously, yeah. I was thinking of, thinking of that. Yeah. Um, okay. Where was I? So far. Okay, with the... Santa pants. Um, the Santa pants, but then also the tickets. Okay. And Joey's, or Chandler says, I'm not going to give up my bachelor pad. And there's a thing about, like, Monica makes fun of him for not having had Any a girl women, up there. Yeah. And and Chandler says, that well, Joey does. And I talk to them in the morning or something. Which is how things started with... Uh, um, oh, I got Karen? Mm. No. No, Karen is Ted's ex. Yeah. Um... I just oh I just gosh, say Patrick Brewster. Believe, yeah, yeah. That's how things got started with Joanna. No, no. What was her name? <laughs> it's all right. Uh, call to action. What was her name? We're not going to look it up. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So let me get to the. Yeah, Karen. It was Karen. It was Karen. Oh wow! Both Ted and Chandler had a Karen. Yeah. All right. Uh, we finally get to the perk, um, and. Uh, Joey wants to take the season tickets and switch back to the apartment. Chandler doesn't. Um, then Ross shows up with his earring. Um, my question was, and maybe it's, I, season tickets is something you have to like rebuy every year, every season. You know, mm-hmm. you don't get like a lifetime thing. I think right. if you have season tickets, you get, if you have season tickets one, se- one season, then you get like, first chance at getting season tickets the next season but they don't just automatically roll over okay and so it's march right it's like the end of the nba season so they're gonna give up their apartment for like another month of games yeah i don't know if even that because like the playoffs start like this is the end of the season i don't really see what's so enticing about season tickets at the end of a season yeah because i was thinking like oh is she saying that they these are for next season, but no, then they go to a game. Right. These are courtside seats, though. Yeah, so. but for how many games? Not for enough games to give up your apartment. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I think also Joey is a little bit more... I think he's also kind of being a good friend and understands yeah. how much the girls hate the yeah. situation. And yeah. he didn't mind as much as Chad. He likes the morning singing guy. He yeah. loves him, actually. Yeah. yeah. Uh, more on that later. Yeah. Uh, okay, so Chandler and Joey make fun of Ross's earring. Um, Ross is talking about how much he misses Emily and, and, uh, then comes with the idea of asking her to move to New York city. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, yeah. So Joey still wants the tickets. Oh, okay. And then Rachel proposes, how about another bet? This is now we're back in the apartment. We left the, per- the perk. We're back mm-hmm. in the apartment. Another bet. Phoebe makes up a game that doesn't make any, well, it makes sense to her, I think, mm-hmm. but it doesn't make any sense to anyone else. So they just do high card wins. Um, and then I saw this coming. The ace? Yeah, so Monica pulls a four, and, like, in my head I was like, they have to establish whether aces are high or low. Yeah. Because I, I knew I knew what the thing was going to, I knew exactly what the thing was going to be. So, um, yeah, Joey pulls an ace, and they both, both sides start celebrating. Yeah. Um, and, uh, so then decide to do it again, and, uh, Rachel gets a queen, and then 
Joey gets a king. So they keep winning the apartment. It's yeah. just the fates are, are with them getting the apartment. Uh, meanwhile, back at Ross's, she asks Emily, or he asks Emily to move in. Um, she's like, I'm not ready for that sort of thing. She, I think rightfully, it was the first thing I thought, like, was like, why can't you move to London? And he, Makes a good been, point. Yeah. He had, his son is in New yeah. York. He would. Yeah. You know, they definitely have museums in London. Yeah. You know. Um, so, yeah, that's a good point. Um, so then Emily says, maybe, you know, if things were more advanced, if we were getting married. And so Ross just asks her to marry him. And mm-hmm. she says yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a funny thing where he proposes u- with his uses his earring. little hoop yeah. earring to, as a as a thing. But it. um uh doesn't fit in her finger. Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember when Homer pro- proposed to Marge with an onion ring? Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, they get home from the joint and they get home from the game and to, to find that, I guess they hired movers or something, but everything is back in place. Like the pictures on the wall, the same, like it's literally everything yeah. has been switched back to the way it used to be. Exactly in, as it was. In yeah. the three hours or whatever they were gone. Yeah. Yeah. It's all been done. Um, and, uh, it's pretty funny because, like, Joey is, like, mm-hmm. he, he's surprised. Well, he's not, at first he's not surprised. He just, like, he just walks in, grabs the swing things, and then yeah. it took, takes him a second, but then he's very surprised. Yeah. So they go across the hall, and Joey, they go into the hall, and Joey's, again, like, I don't think this is worth all the effort. Like, I don't know if I want to move again. Like, you know, but Chandler's, like, insistent, and he's yelling at Monica and uh, Rachel and even Phoebe, whose idea it was. <laughs> um uh, she admits, but then there's a very stupid thing that like felt again. I, the show bothers me when it goes to the hacky shit, like when you've got well-established character stuff, where Monica and Rachel are gonna kiss. They kiss each other for a full minute, and mm-hmm. then they're like, "Okay." I just understand, like you, they. So Monica and Rachel think that little of Chandler and Joey. Right. Chandler and Joey think that objectifyingly about yeah. Monica and Rachel, yeah. but then they're all still just friends. Yeah. It's so weird. Yeah. It doesn't seem like an actual friend group. It no. seems like someone who is never, like if you were that like horned up over these people who are like your closest confidants, you know, like you wouldn't behave that way. Yeah. I think it, it feels like a show. We've talked about how the show in both ways, good and bad clearly is written by people who are older than the characters but this feels like it's written by people who have never actually had friends friends of of, of more than one gender yeah yeah uh anyway so and then even like it was kind of funny i admit but making it even grosser they joey and chandler go back to the apartment and immediately are clearly going to go masturbate because they immediately go into their bedrooms um it's gross but i I did think it was funny it is very gross um ross and emily show up they announce what's happening Rachel's sad about it but pretends to be happy mm-hmm. and the episode ends but we get a tag at the end of Joey waking up in his old room mm-hmm. and being delighted that the guy is singing across the hallway and leaning out the window and doing a duet with him. Yeah. Singing along with him. Yeah, that'll come up later. Um, I almost, I don't know if this is how you, like I almost forgot about Ross and Rachel, you know, until oh, you no, see Rachel's face and you're like, oh right, we're supposed to care about this relationship. <laughs> No, I I feel like I yeah, do I I don't know if I care, but I definitely still think about it. Like as soon as Ross and Emily came in, 
I was scanning the room. I was like, where's Rachel? And like, she wasn't okay. there. And it seemed like, okay. Oh, it's obvious Yeah, I think I there. like forgot about it for a second. And I know that there's more to cut. Like, I okay. should know better than anyone that I shouldn't forget about it. But I guess, I think the show was supposed to be, this episode was supposed to be like a big deal. What well, is a big deal for yeah. Ross and Emily? Yeah. Yeah. And I like Ross and Emily. I mean, so far, I feel like they're a better couple than Ross and Rachel were. I mean, but this is my own hang-up of, like, like, how can you ever have... I never understood how Ross and Rachel could have a relationship when he was the loser who was pining unrequitedly for her when they were teenagers. That's your issue, because that's, like, sweet to everyone else. No, it's embarrassing for him. That's that's you. You're projecting your own. <laughs> okay. Um, I would feel like a loser if like. But that's not how the show sees it, or anyone okay. watching that. If a girl it. that I crushed on and didn't like me back when I was in high school wanted to go out with me now, I'd be like, first I would say no, I'm happily married. But if I weren't, I should hope so. <laughs> if I weren't, I would like not. I would be like, that's a, that's a that's a deal breaker. Yeah, that's you. All right. You you have a hang up with that. And you, friends, that, mothers, is that we is that a deal breaker? That always comes up, like because you identify too much with like the person who is like too much of a friend or like is like a loser or like pining. Like so, you you always hate that person. Yeah, because that person has no self self respect. But that's not always the case. All right, I say. If there are, for some reason, I I hope there are no, like, high school, like, middle school and high school kids listening to this. Why would there be? Yeah. If there are somehow, though, if you don't, if you like someone and they don't like you back, I know it's hard, but, like, move on. You're only hurt, you're only, like, making things weird for the person and hurting yourself. Just move on. Not in all cases. And it's not that easy to move on. I said I know it's hard. I said that. Okay. I'm saying, from experience, just move on. All right, it must be nice to be able to just brush it off. It, I'm, I wasn't easily able. Okay. It's something I had to learn. <laughs> okay, we'll get into this later, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure I'll get into this on Thursday with my therapist. Yeah. Uh, um, do you have any other stray observations, or should we move on to funniest moments? Um, yeah. Oh, we did learn that they've only been together for six weeks. Yeah, yeah, I guess that's... So, um, because we're watching these, we're watching them every week. Yeah. You know, but that is not how they aired. There were like breaks between or whatever. Right. So it is sometimes hard to keep track of what the timeline is. So six weeks does seem hasty. Hasty. Yeah. Um, yeah. I yeah. mean, to even say I love you to someone. Yeah. And no. she's been in London a, a percentage of that time. So yeah. they, they're like, they've only spent like maybe... Three consecutive weeks together. Yeah. With the timeline. Yeah. Anyway. I'm All not going to judge other relationships, but I feel like that's... It's how much maybe not the know? wisest. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right. Let's move on to friends. Funniest moments. Uh, I will start. Um, there were a few. Uh, when Chandler is making the point you were making about how recent their uh, relationship is, he has a whole thing about how he's got... a thing of milk a gallon of milk or whatever in his fridge that is older than that and uh 
And Ross says, but I love her. And Chandler says, and I love the milk, but I'm not going to ask some British girl to move in with me. <laughs> and then pauses and realizes how absurd that was. Yeah. Um, we already kind of talked about it, but um, when Chandler was trying to explain to Phoebe that um, they're Santa pants, she wasn't understanding. And he said, they're Santa Claus's pants. <laughs> so to prove like the question before like these yeah. are literally, literally santa's, santa's like santa's, old pants yeah because he gave them to goodwill yes he didn't need them anymore <laughs> santa is pantsless yeah um when uh ross is trying to convince emily to move she's like i've got my job is in london and he's she, and he's like you can get a job here i'm always hearing about foreigners coming to america and stealing our jobs that could be you <laughs> yeah yeah that was funny um when the girls were trying to get their apartment back um, in um, w- with, with the ticket. So he yeah. is tempted and he said, um, Joey? Joey says yeah. to Chandler, the timing's perfect. I just clogged the toilet. <laughs> um, oh, we already talked about the Ross using the earring as an engagement ring. So I'll skip that one. This one, I don't even know what the context is because Phoebe's just like, sitting on the couch knitting and she goes okay scarf's done and throws this tiny little whisk like string of yeah, yarn around that was on mine too and that was also <laughs> in your fashion no props because oh, okay. in an earlier scene she's trying to knit okay and then she gives up and says like i'm done with this and like throws it away and there was yeah. like a little chuckle but it was kind of like what's going on there but it pays off with a yeah. little tiny yeah um i guess yeah it was basically just uh, a yarn, like a string of yarn, like <laughs> yeah. knotted up. Yeah. Um, I have one more. Do you have any more? Uh, I have a few more. Okay, um, Phoebe's fake game about like, what do you like <laughs> the most about trees? Yeah. And Monica's like, they're green. And that gets five points. And I think Joey says they're, they're tall. They're tall, yeah. He only gets right. three points for that. And then Phoebe like, is like, leafy. I was looking for leafy. <laughs> <laughs> um. Or the answer is leafy. Yeah, yeah. Okay, my last one, and then we'll go to your other ones. Um, and I lost it. When Ross and Emily announce that they're getting married, Phoebe goes, oh, are you pregnant too? Yeah. <laughs> um, we already talked about it, but Joey doing a duet with the neighbor. Yeah. I love that song. I love the duet. And then like, I'll see you tomorrow. Yeah. See you, see you tomorrow morning. I'm sure it's so it's like morning is here, sunshine is here, breakfast is here, yeah, and then the dark of night is gone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so right when the sun comes up is when the song starts. Yeah. Um, okay, is that your last one? Mm-hmm. Uh, let's move on to friends, but make it fashion. Uh, when Ross and Emily are in bed together, uh, he's got a T-shirt with a big dinosaur Dino skull on it. Dino fossil T-shirt. Yeah. yeah, I thought it was actually kind of a cool-looking T-shirt, but it's also very funny that like he even sleeps. In, this is who he is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I love that. Um, we talked about Santa pants. Um, also, Gunther has a pink tie. He has a pink shirt yeah. and then like a pink and purple, like large yeah. check type tie. Yes. Yeah. It looks great. Yeah. I don't know if I could pull it off. I could probably pull it off. I don't know. Mm. But it looked great on, on Gunther. Should I dye my hair like Gunther? Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Should I dye my hair like Barney? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh sorry that's a bit of foreshadowing 
Um, that's all I had for fashion then. Okay, but let's uh, give some props to the yeah. props department. Yeah. So the um, Magna Doodle used to great effect first in the um, the girls' apartment. Because I guess it, say? it says, what's up, bro? <laughs> and then when they move the apartments, they write on it, you snooze, you lose, and put it back in the boys' apartment. Nice. Um, also, there's a diet Snapple. Oh, I did see that. Yeah. Um, like a pink lemonade. Yeah. Which is strange. Yeah. I used to like pink lemonade a lot. I still, in theory, like lemonade, but again, foreshadowing, I'm too old for all that sugar. Yeah. Yeah. It's too much, yeah. It's too much sugar. Um, all right. Um, what's under the umbrella? Okay. There's some, uh, like, transphobia. Did you get that a little bit? No. So when Emily and Ross are, like, trying to be cute, like, I left, I left my knickers for you, and then he said... Oh, yeah, I tried them oh, on. Yeah. She's like, really? He's like, I don't want to be that guy. Yeah. And they were just like laughing at the idea of like him putting on, yeah. you know, women's clothes. But specifically her clothes. Yeah. I did think it was it would be weird. I don't know. Of course. But if this show wasn't already like entrenched right. in like yeah. constant jokes. And then also just like the idea of him having an earring and automatically being gay. Okay. You know, his friends oh, made they made fun him, of him. Because they called him like... Wham. And um, wake me up yeah. before you go-go. Yeah. Uh, George... Uh, Michael. George Michael. Oh, yeah. my gosh. I was like t- such a blank there. Um, what else you got? Uh, well, we, Gunther's presence. Mm-hmm. Um, Chandler says, oh, my God, <laughs> about, the, about Ross's earring. So not quite a, oh my God, yeah. but it's. Yeah. They all do it now. They all do it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I've got the fellows watching TV. They're watching like a, oh, yeah. uh, like a Kung Fu movie. Yeah. Um, there's unfortunately the word lesbian used as a punchline again. Yes. Ross is. Like, I'm divorced from a pregnant lesbian. Yeah. 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 Um, and the whole, I'm bo- more bothered by the audience laughing. Yeah. I think again. Than anything. Yeah, that's, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then of course I can't help but notice whenever this comes up, at the end of the episode, Joey says to Ross, "Monica and Chandler made out." And it's like that's that's his sister. Monica and Rachel. Monica and Rachel. So yeah. Monica and Rachel made out. And it's like yeah, that's his sister. Yeah. Why? Why would he want to know that? Um, Joey, think about like just think for a second. Yeah. Um, this isn't the first time we've seen a bet like a winner take takes all yeah. high stakes bet. So that's, yeah. Ongoing and then um, card games and just made up, made up games. Made up games, yeah. yeah. Well, that's the end of uh, the one with all the haste. Should we take a quick break? Yeah, take it. Okay, it's time to commit. Twenty twenty four is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Bite, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Yeah. Okay. Okay, we're back. Okay. And we are. Was there an ad there? Uh, yeah, there was, we, there was just an ad. 
So professional. <laughs> um, we're back and we're ready to talk about season four, episode 19 of How I Met Your Mother. It's called Murtaugh. Natalie, take it away. Okay. So we're in the apartment um, and Barney rolls in like, you won't believe what happened last night at Laser Tag. And they make jokes like, oh, you got kicked out because you're the only grown man wearing a suit trying to shoot children. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so he gets a little too rough with the kids and he's taking it way too seriously. And, um, character actor, Robert Wisdom. Uh, okay. What, what do you know him from? Cause he, so, he looked familiar to me. He's been in a lot of things. I think Nashville, do you remember the series Nashville that we watched? Yeah, I do remember um, that. but I think he's in a lot of things. Okay. Um, but yeah, he definitely looked familiar to me, but he's kind of like the, um, like the no nonsense, uh, like sheriff or the, uh, the, like sergeant, sergeant. Yeah, the sarge. Yeah, yeah, who's telling the, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, he's basically like um, taking Barney off the force. Like yeah. you're, you need to turn in your gun and your badge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and then this, I mean, this is kind of like a props to the props department, but there's like a. Um, like a dry erase board with like all the shifts and it says Stinson, Stinson, like the whole, <laughs> the whole list. Um, so I didn't even notice. That. Um, so yeah, um, the sergeant is like pulling him from duty. Um, and he's bummed out. Um, and then he gets back to the apartment and talks about it and they're discussing it. And, um, Ted brings up the idea that this is of the Murtaugh list. Murtaugh. Murtaugh. Yeah. So he was saying, like, we're too old for laser tag. The Murtaugh list is anything that he, like, after hitting 30, he decided he was too old for. Yeah. Um, so things like um, pulling an all-nighter, doing beer pong, just because you're going to have to suffer the consequences the yeah. next day. Um, there's a lot of other things ton of things on the list, yeah. Shots with strangers. Um, eating an entire pizza. Eating an entire pizza. Which, by the way, I'm 40 and I can still do that. No problem. If it's a St. Louis style Especially pizza. if it's St. Louis style. But yeah, I can eat a whole pizza. I could take a pizza to the dome, as they say. Yeah. No problem. Yeah. Um, so, Barney. <laughs> so, um, Ted continues to talk about his list. And Barney wants to... Um, TP the laser tag yeah. <laughs> center, I guess. Um, so he takes it as a, an agreement challenge accepted. He's going to do everything on Ted's yeah. Murtaugh list. Yeah. And, and then you, when he wins, Ted is going to help him TP the yes. laser tag. Yeah. Did you know, I don't know if you, um, I know you're online just like I am. And I know you were at the time, but I don't know if you're the same online. Did you, he when he goes into the bathroom to get ready to do the list, he goes, Barney Stanson, <laughs> and that's a reference to Leroy Jenkins. I don't know if you know Leroy Jenkins. Uh -uh. Okay, well, you can look it up. I've I always thought it was really funny, but it's it's, it's someone posted like a World of Warcraft campaign with a bunch of people okay. and one guy named Leroy Jenkins, like. This is all these guys. You're just watching the video. I've never played World of Warcraft, so you're watching the video, and it's like all of these like fucking like orcs and shit talking but they're talking with these like nerdy guy voices about okay so when we get in the cave we're gonna do this we're gonna do this and then one guy is clearly just sick of 
listening to the plan and he just runs into the cave where all the bad guys are and goes, Leroy, a drink. <laughs> and then they all follow me in and they, everybody just gets killed and the video ends with you like, fucking Leroy. <laughs> it's funny. it's very funny if you watch it. it. So anyway, that's what Barney Stinson was referencing. Again, okay. for the middle school and high school listeners who have no idea what that oh my is. Gosh, please stop listening. Um, in <laughs> yeah. fact, everyone just stop listening. No, we want the friends and mothers. Okay. But the friends and mothers are more our age and very probably are more likely to know Leroy Jenkins. Yeah. But this is making me want to watch it again because it's very funny. So um, as Barney's taking on these challenges, we learn what else is on the list. So um, hanging posters without frame or putting up posters without frames, yeah. sleeping on a futon, getting his ears pierced. Yeah. Um, and so they're talking about lethal weapon and um, the character dynamic with Murtaugh and Mel Riggs. Gibson. Is that who? who it is? is it Mel Gibson? No. Mel Gibson plays Riggs. Yeah. Danny Glover plays Danny Martel. Glover, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then Robin has a funny joke. Well, it's not even a joke, but compares it to another, like, buddy cop Canadian duo called um, <laughs> yeah. McElroy and Lafleur. Yeah, that's very funny. Um, it was um, very funny, very Canadian. I didn't mention this. I don't know if it's... A, it's probably not on your funniest ones. I don't think you like find it as funny as I did, but um, Marshall doing uh, his Dan- Danny Glover impression. <laughs> Yeah. Every time like Barney or Ted reads something off, Marshall does the I'm too old, but he says stuff. I'm too old for this stuff. Yeah. And then at one point he goes, Riggs, Riggs, I'm too old for this stuff. <laughs> so admittedly, I've never seen the movie and um, I avoid Mel Gibson at all costs. Understandable. Um, meanwhile, Marshall and Lily's storyline is Marshall volunteers to coach the kindergarten basketball team. <laughs> Yeah. Um, but Lily kind of is doing kind of like a quote unquote dad practice, like to see how he, meanwhile, she's very, very pregnant. And that's this, obvious. To even I, like, everyone. I normally don't notice it. Even I noticed yeah. it that she's um, like carrying orange slices yeah. and standing behind like a rack of basketballs. Yeah. But yeah. Um, so Marshall is very aggressive and very. Uh, authoritarian and like bullying to these kids whereas lily is very authoritative and nurturing and brings out her guitar and says there's no scores and it's all about just having fun um we learn um kind of like a i mean this is like pretty dark but like how marshall was raised with like like a kind of a mean father yeah, and this is the first time we see Bill Fagerback Fagerback as um, Marshall's, Marshall's dad since dad. season one. Yeah, since they went to Minnesota for Thanksgiving in season one. This is the first time, not the last time. He's going to be on a lot, um, and I'm sure I've mentioned this uh, back then, but I don't know. Who knows what we were doing back in season one? Yeah. But um, I think I mentioned Bill Fagerback as being the guy from Coach because that's what I think of. But probably a lot more people know him as the voice of Patrick Starr. From SpongeBob SquarePants. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so he has like a abusive father. <laughs> you yeah. get that like sad flashback. Um, so back on the um, ridiculous bet, uh, Barney comes up with a list of things that um, Ted is actually like too young for, like going to yeah. going to bed at eight and eating dinner at four. Um, Putting on reading glasses. Like, it seems pretty easy, to be honest. Yeah, well, except 
I don't know if it's, he makes a joke. He's like, uh, he's like, well, take off colonoscopy and have sex with an old lady. Right. <laughs> and I could do right. all of this. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so they're both in this challenge. Um, Ted is kind of like fine with it. Meanwhile, Barney has like a very infected ear. His back hurts from sleeping on a futon. Yeah. Um, he is not thriving. Yeah. Um, um, real quick. I, uh, so this... I feel so much like, and I almost never relate to Barney uh, on uh, on this show, but I also have this kind of like thing of like, I'm not old. I'm not old. Like, I, yeah. it's become like a joke. Like, this has been like a conversation. Like, I'm more of a Ted in the sense that, like, I like the idea of like getting old and like kind of having like a peace, you know? Yeah. And no, I, like, I still want to be young. Um, yeah, I made like I always make jokes. Like we went, I guess like a couple months ago, we went to a, a concert of like a new band, um, and we were like clearly the oldest people, the, there. pretty much yeah. the only people was there. And I made a joke. It was like it just feels good to be hanging out with people our own age. Yeah, because that's how I feel. I still a part of me still wants to be the the David in his twenties. Yeah, you do. It's very like sometimes troubling a little bit because um, you think that you can. Like, drink more and do more than you, like, probably should. And then you feel yeah. it the next day. I'm thriving. Like, so, like Marshall says, look at, check the scoreboard. I'm thriving. Yeah, you're barely, barely hanging on. <laughs> um, to give you an example, friends and mothers, Friday night we, you know, we had, we were grieving. And so we took off work a little bit early and went to, like, have wine and a nice dinner but we, I think we had too many drinks. We stayed um, out with was, friends. But the next day, I felt very bad, as one tends to do. Right, that's you. I'm giving an example. The following night, I endeavored to not drink at all. Oh, I see what you're saying. Because I like having a good night's sleep and then the next day not being a total wash. Yeah. So I'm very much like Ted in that regard, where I prefer... To, like, not feel like shit, you know? Yeah. But you just, like, fight against it and, like, think that you're not old when yeah, you are. but I'm not. <laughs> it's... I'm, like, 27. You're only as old as you feel. Okay. That's what they say. Okay. I mean, I know I'm a man, I'm 40, but <laughs> I feel like I'm, like, not even 30. Okay. So, yeah, Barney is struggling. Um, Barney and Robin are on this journey together and go to a rave together. Yeah. Well, this is the funniest thing that I love that the show never like hangs a lantern on or point out that like Robin starts doing all this stuff with Barney and just keeps like, pace just easily. for fun. She's yeah. fine. She can handle it. Um, they get out of the rave at like four in the morning and like need to call for help. They're like, who's awake at four? And Ted's awake at four because that's when it's on the list. It's on the list. Yeah. So he's awake at every day, you know, raises with the raises with the sun. Yeah. He's like eating raisin bran or something. Yeah. And then- he has to take forever to answer the phone. Yeah. Um, <laughs> another funny thing that is just kind of like passed over is a two-person voicemail recording. Robin and Barney make a voicemail recording. So yeah. Robin is just like having so much fun with this. Yeah. It's too general to be in my funniest moments. But just in general, Robin's like, let's do this. Like, she's so gung-ho about the list. That in general is just super funny to me. Yeah. This is like a low-key great Kobe Smulders episode. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, so Ted comes to the realization. So he tries to go to sleep at eight. He can't. 
And instead of going to sleep, he rewatches Lethal Weapon 1, 2, 3, and 4 and concludes that Murtaugh says he's too old for this shit, but continues to do these movies. Yeah. Yeah. So um, he endeavors to keep doing stuff. And so he brings out the toilet paper roll and is like, I'm ready. Let's do this. And Barney is like in too much pain and like suffering too much to enjoy it. Yeah. Um, They have to go to the hospital after. Um, There's a fun little, uh, well, there's a few. Yeah, I guess um, there's a few. No, that's the tag at the end. I'm sorry. Okay. Okay. So back to Lillian Marshall. Um, (laughs) There's a funny like false memory. I guess well, that's under the umbrella. But the memory that Marshall has of this, like, big game is, like, the team against, like, these very tall adult team. Yeah. Um, and they kind of, like, Marshall and Lily kind of um, get on the same page. And he's nice to the team, even though it's hard for him to be nice to children. Yeah. Um, they all get participation trophies, and he realizes that like it feels good to get participation trophies. And they talk up; they have a sweet moment about like when they have kids, mm-hmm. they don't want them to feel bullied. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Marshall is like initially a, like aghast at the idea of everyone getting a trophy. Yeah. Um, which is that has become like a, I guess it's moment has passed, but at one point it did become like a culture war, like. Like conservative, like, like, oh, everyone gets a trophy. Yeah, yeah. These, well, they were saying it about millennials. Millennials, yeah. That we were spoiled because everyone, although Snowflakes. I guess. I'm a geriatric millennial. Me too. I, I, so I didn't come up in the everyone gets a trophy age at all. I'm, I'm definitely, I mean, my dad wasn't, <laughs> my dad wasn't at all like Marshall's dad, but he was my coach and he was definitely like. There was some pressure. Yeah, but I mean, I don't know if it was pressure in the sense of like the, like you have to perform to earn my love my dad was always very approving yeah. but the idea of like we are doing this to get good at it and to win the games mm-hmm. like but it's, again i don't want to make my, my dad sound like a bad guy because it's not like if i lost the game i got in trouble or anything right but it's just like the 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 lens through which i looked at like practice and sports and stuff was closer to the way marshall sees it mm-hmm. um yeah i was gonna say something else about that now i've, I've forgotten what, but it makes it does make me. I mean, you and I for the third week in a row have are, are say, saying we're giving parenting advice. <laughs> this should become a new uh, yeah. Yeah. segment on the show. Um, but uh, it does make me. I mean, I have people anytime. You, I'm sure you know this even more than I do. Anytime you tell someone like we don't plan on having kids, one of the first things they always say is, "Oh, but you'd make a great dad." Mm-hmm. And I'm always like, how do you know that? I don't think I would. So if I don't think I would, I, like, stop telling me I would be a good dad. I don't think I would. I'd probably be more like Marshall coaches well, these that's, kids. That's better than the response that I usually get is, you still have time. You'll oh, change uh, your mind. Yeah. Trust me. Yeah. You'll change your mind. Yeah. Or doesn't he want kids? Like, oh, really? Like that yeah. I'm... Yeah. Oof. Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say something else when we were talking about the uh, uh, geriatric millennial thing, and I felt like it was good, and now I can't remember what it was. But oh well, maybe it'll come back to me. Yeah. Um, uh, also, the false memory. This is also kind of under the umbrella, but uh, there's a very funny moment with false memories that Marshall has. Oh, this, it's in my funniest moment of this for basketball sure. game, yeah. mind you. Um, yeah. And then we get a little tag at the end where um, the sergeant like 
pretends to re like kind of it almost seems like he's reinstating Barney to join the force. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but then he says, no, I'm going to call the cops. Like, get the hell out of here. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the end. Um, my only other observation, and I, this, it's too general for me to have been uh, uh, able to look it up. Um, but Robin's sitting on the couch and she's reading a graphic novel called Wizard Lizards. Hmm. And it seemed like, because it happened before where there was one a couple seasons ago mm -hmm. like now i can't remember what it was called but there was a graphic novel that kept coming up you know okay. like they, the not coming up in t conversation just like you kept seeing characters read it and we looked it up and it was like oh this is a real thing they must have known the people i can't remember what it was but i couldn't look at like lizard wizards is so hard like there's so much stuff like that that i don't know how to look uh, look it up or is it i think maybe wizard lizards okay that's what i wrote down at least um so, yeah, if anyone knows what that is, wizard lizards, let us know. Okay. Okay. Um, should we move on to funniest? Funniest moments. Go ahead. Um, well, in Marshall's memory, <laughs> there's a teen wolf in the court, and it has, like, the teen wolf, like, jazz piano yeah. as the teen wolf is, yeah. like, dunking and yeah. throwing kids around. It yeah. was so funny. The... <laughs> The uh, yeah, the idea of the Teen Wolf is funny. Seeing the Teen Wolf is funny, and then the point where the Teen Wolf like jumps in from out of frame and dunks the basketball—that yeah. was yeah. that was the highlight for me. Yeah, so funny. Very very funny. Um, what else do I have in funniest moments? <laughs> when when um, uh, Barney and Ted decide to try and do each other's lists, yeah. and they shake hands, and then Robin grabs their fists, and they all say together, "A gentleman's, gentleman's agreement. agreement, huzzah!" Yeah, <laughs> that was very funny because it's the, a funny thing that they spontaneously know how to do. Yeah, and also adding to the Robin just like going along with this. Yeah, there's no like she's fully game. Yeah, there's no like you guys are idiots or whatever you expect. Yeah. Like the usually the poor lady on the sitcom has to be like you boys or whatever, but she's just like this is great. Let's do it. Um, I really, really loved Barney in this episode, and I loved all of his abreves. For example, um, when um, Ted's like, wow, like your earring looks like really, really bad. And he's like, oh, it's just a little infection. <laughs> and then also in that same vein, um, like he hurt his back, like. On the, yeah, yeah, on the futon. On the futon. Yeah. He's like, I'm just rocking a party hunch. Yeah. <laughs> um. When Robin's beer, beer, when Robin's ear, no, when Barney's ear is infected and then he gets a phone call and yeah. puts it to go for, ah, and it hurts. And then we cut to Robin on the phone laughing. Yeah. <laughs> she called him. That was funny. Um, when Marshall's trying to be like a nice guy as a coach and he's like through gritted teeth, like great job having fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I also, well, I don't know if it's on your list, so I'll, but the thing with him and the ref. Oh, okay. Yeah, the, yeah. The the guy the guy it's was not like, on my list, Kenny. Yeah, he's like, I'm not don't call me ref. My name is Kenny. And then he just like wears out the name Kenny. Yeah. Just says Kenny so many times. Yeah. Um all right. Uh what else? Uh you mentioned Rob or Barney having the party hunch, the part where he tries to because it's drinking shots with strangers mm -hmm. and he can't straighten his back enough enough to take a take yeah. the shot. So he's like for he like Tries to lick at it, and then he, like, tries to pour it in his mouth sideways, and it just all pours out. Yeah. That was, uh, I keep saying that was funny. Obviously, this is funniest moments. But, yeah, and that's the end of mine, because you already took the Teen Wolf. <laughs> um, 
Yeah. What happens if there's a funny that's also a under the umbrella? I, I think uh, dealer's choice. You get to do it. Or you can say no. You can say okay. Whatever. So under the umbrella, also funniest. So under the umbrella, um, like well, we have to do fashion as well. I know. Okay. But um, like speaking telepathically to one another. Oh, right. yeah. So like Marshall and Lily having this whole conversation, and at one point, um, Lily says, "Stop yelling at me." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is very funny. Uh, all right. Well, let's move on to how you would make it fashion. Um, all I have is like the rave outfits of Barney and Lily or Barney and Robin. I love the pink hair. Marshall has pink or Barney has pink hair. Yeah. But very clearly a wig. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. They're like candy ravers. Yeah. But not with big pants. They didn't have Jinkos. Right. Um, I think of, I don't think of candy ravers as the Jinko type. I mean, who was a raver? You or me? Well, I... Laughed at ravers. I knew what they... I went to a lot of them every weekend. No, I had friends who were ravers. Yeah. Um, Anyway. Yeah, they wore Jinkos. Friends and mothers. Were you ravers? Yeah. If so, were you candy... What type of raver were you, if so? Yeah, I was not a candy raver uh, or a candy kid. Um, But, uh, yeah, I forgot what the other calls to action were um, about... uh, How old do you feel? How old do you feel? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. does David need more therapy? The answer is yes, we all do. I already have two goddamn therapists. No, you don't have two therapists. You have a therapist and a psychiatrist, right. which is how it should be. Okay. Um, and then what did I just say? Oh, yeah. Were you... What did I just say? Um, <laughs> were you a raver? Yeah, I liked... Um, uh, Robin had the like knee high socks that were like black and white stripes. Yeah. Those are fun. Um, Bernie had a little tiny tie with um, like, like jewels metal on tie. it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, he had like a mesh shirt over a tank top, and then some blue pants that were like not rave pants. They were like tight chinos. Yeah, they were like skinny jeans almost. Yeah. Anyway, um, so I'll say. First time we see Marshall coaching, he's wearing a very cool, like I actually kind of coveted this polo shirt that he has. It's a yellow Mm -hmm. polo with thin blue stripes, but then around the collar and the ends of the sleeves, uh, red piping. Right. It's very cool. Yeah. Um, And then I have more. Oh, yeah. Continue. And then he wears another polo when he's coaching the game. It's not as ostentatious as this one. It's clearly from the same brand. I, I couldn't make out the insignia or the logo. It's clearly the same brand of polo. This one was just a just a gray polo, but it looked good. Yeah. Um, and then did you notice when Marshall's coaching, there's a woman, presumably a mom or one of the players, mm-hmm. sitting on the like in the stands in the right next to yeah. her. Did you see her insane necklace? She had a statement necklace. It yeah. was like... I think that was a grandma. Okay. <laughs> because these kids are like five or six. Okay, so maybe it was a grandma. I don't know. All I was looking at was this necklace because it was like all the way down to her navel. Yeah. And it was like big gold hoops like looped through each other. Yeah. So it was like if you took a bunch of like gold like shower curtain hangers and, yeah. and put them around your neck, it was insane. Yeah. Um, all right, that's all I have. I failed to mention that part of the bet was that if Barney lost, he would have to listen to like a six-hour architecture lecture. Yeah. That was just like the, yeah. the stakes of the... Yeah. I left but then out. when they raise the stakes, it's that plus Barney can't do anything on Ted's list ever again. Yeah. 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 I forgot about that. Which I don't think he 
minds. Right. So I guess by the end, Barney does lose. So I guess he does have to get a six-hour lecture at some point. Yeah. Probably going to happen off camera. They probably won't include that in the show. Yeah. It's not like the slaps, you know. Right. Um, are we moving on to Under the Umbrella? Do you have anything else under the umbrella? Um, yeah. I mean, we already talked about reality versus memory yeah. that people have. And yeah. it gets, you know. Um, <clears throat> there was some, like, we've talked about, like, the weird little, like, like xenophobic comments. Okay. Like weird Russian beer. Like anything that's like not American, I guess, is like weird. There's something weird about it. The same thing that happened with like Ukrainian food. It was weird and had too much meat. You know, yeah, just kind yeah, of like, yeah. Ugh. And too then much sour cream. Yeah, also um, when um, Marshall didn't understand something, he's like, you're speaking Chinese to me. <laughs> like, yeah. he's not that dumb. You know, yeah. like, I feel like that doesn't need to be there yeah i don't think so either it's it's a yeah not a great joke like i mean with barney they've kind of established that he is like kind of xenophobic which so i un- i would understand if it came from barney but right. like from marshall it seemed ted like yeah ted with the russian beer and marshall with the you're speaking chinese it does seem like they're supposed to be a little more uh i don't know worldly yeah um all right, so we mentioned we already mentioned both both of the ones that I had. Lily covering up her pregnancy, mm-hmm. like usually, mm-hmm. like I've said, usually I'm oblivious to that sort of thing on sitcoms. It's it could not be ignored in this apparent. episode. Yeah, um, she's like, she comes into the gym carrying a big thing of orange slices. She's she stands behind the back of, of basketballs, yeah. and then when she goes to get she goes to get her guitar, and she's like holding her purse and coat, yeah. and then she comes back and she has her guitar. Yeah. She's it's almost like, like a joke at this point. Yeah, yeah. It's like the end of Austin Powers with Elizabeth. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. Um, all right. Um, uh, and then I love I love it when it happens. Uh, Barney literally says, challenge accepted. Yep. Um, and it's a funny moment, too, because uh ted says like if you did everything on this list you would die and then barney starts thinking and before he says it ted's like i wasn't saying yeah. yeah. it's very funny um should we move on to similarities between the two episodes yeah. hmm, can we think of there's a big one there's a big one yeah go ahead and it's earrings yeah right? yeah men getting their ear pierced, men getting ears pierced. earrings um but our i guess Ross wisely got his ear pierced. Barney yes. <laughs> pierced his own ear, his own ear. <laughs> and used an entire roll of toilet paper to stop the bleeding and yeah. then just walked out of the house with blood down his yeah. collar. And yeah. it got infected because it wasn't a sterile needle or anything. Yeah. <laughs> um, also, like, ridiculous bets and challenges. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, you talked about Wizard Lizard. Um, as reading material at the perk, there was a um, like a Keith Haring coffee table book. Who's Keith Haring? The artist. Um, I'm a, I'm a, I'm an art dummy. I know movies. That's about it. Um, Keith Haring, American like, artist. Like pop graffiti. Oh, okay. Artist. I know this guy. Yeah. yeah. So there was a Keith Haring um, like coffee table book on the table. Yeah. One of them grabs. Um, also pregnancy. <laughs> Both Lily and Phoebe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think we said that last week too. Yeah, um, that's just going to be true for the also um, future. So one of the challenges of uh, being too young is uh, Ted has to yell at neighbor children, and Rachel yells at a neighbor for singing. Yeah, wow, yeah. So yelling at neighbors. 
Um, that's all I have. This has become like my favorite segment because you're so good at it. <laughs> um, all right, well let's let's play favorites. The time okay. has come. Three, two, one. How, How I, I Met, Met Your, Your Mother. Mother. Yeah. It was funnier. It was better. It's absolutely funnier. Yeah. Like this friend's episode was not the funniest. No. Not. I mean, I pointed out a few things, but this How I Met Your Mother episode yeah. was uh, the Teen Wolf. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. just I'm just a sucker for that. The whole parody of yeah, like. Uh, your liability, Stinson, yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Um, did we talk about disorderly conduct? I can't remember. We talked about like how at first uh, McCracken, the sergeant, gives him one more chance, and then it immediately cuts to Barney with his foot on a child and like shooting him point yeah. blank with the yeah. <laughs> laser tag gun. Yeah. Uh, all right. Um, well, let's. Uh, I'd say let's catch up on our correspondence, but I don't think. We got any? Oh, no. <laughs> My worst fear. That makes you so sad. It makes me so sad. Well, you know, if you post that your pet, that you lost your pet, um, that's mostly what your tweets are going to be about, you know? Yeah. But yeah, uh, friends and mothers will listen to your stories. Oh, that, um, yeah, I did. I tweeted um, happy birthday to one of my internet friends, and he tweeted back at me uh, a thank you of uh, Chandler and Joey hugging. Um, so that kind of counts. Yeah. Oh, Jackson. Oh, yeah, this was uh, in related in relation to what we were saying last week, because I was saying about, like, name your kid, because this is David's parenting advice, is yeah. uh, name your kid the full name and just call them the nickname. Yeah. And Jackson says a name, is, Jackson is not a name you will find on my, on my birth certificate or driver, driver's license, just one I picked. I'm Team Natalie. Oh, all right. Um, and then when I was talking about chains that we haven't been to, uh, he said Raising Canes, which I recently had for the first time, is fine, which I would agree with. And he says Zaxby's is far better, so I got to go to... Uh, Zaxby's. He also he says their Texas toast is to die for. Mm. And, oh, I said I said he. Jackson is a they. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, Popeyes. Uh, oh, they also say that Popeyes is better than Bojangles. Which I guess look, I want to try Bojangles because I've heard it's good. I didn't think it was going to be better than Popeyes. Now is Zaxby's like fried chicken? Yeah, but okay. they also have salads. Oh, I like the sound of this. <laughs> I love salads and I love Texas toast. Yeah. But because it's called Zaxby's. Yeah, that's why it's They salad. call them salads. Yeah. yeah. Um, I wonder if they have any zoops. Mm. Jackson, do they have any zoops? <laughs> you know, I was going to make a joke about or, uh... um, zucchini fries that they already... <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. Yeah. So all of this is just... I mean, I thank so many people for saying so many nice things about Richelieu. Uh, yeah. But it's making it hard to find... Um, feedback. So, and then I don't. Th so, I think it was. I think Jackson might have been the only one uh, who who fed back. All right. Well, thank you for feeding back, Jackson. We always appreciate it. So, yeah. I mean, this week, I think I think this subject is rich for discussion about like things that you're too old for. <laughs> yeah. What are you too old for? Yeah. Yeah. And then what else did we have? Um. Yeah, what are you told for? How old do you feel? Mm -hmm. um, or were you a raver? Did you ever go to raves? Yeah. Like I, this, and I'm saying this difference between like been to a rave, which I want to know that too, but also like there was a year of my life where if you were to describe me in five 
things, one of the things would be Raver. That was, it was like a huge part of my life. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, am I crazy for thinking that uh, whatever I said about like stop pining for people who aren't pining you back, it's uh, a waste of your time and an annoyance to them? I don't know. Do I need more therapy? That's the question. Yeah. Or what should I talk to my therapist about? How's that? How about that? <laughs> that should actually be a weekly segment. Yeah. What should David talk to his therapist yeah. about? Yeah, and me too. You know, we we both could talk to our therapist. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, should we move on to the next segment? Yeah. This is my favorite segment to introduce. It's called How Were We Doing? And this is where we look at what was happening in the world on the days that these episodes aired. So season four, episode 19 of Friends... The one with all the haste aired on Thursday, April 9th, 1998. And do you know what happened that day? That, like, when we're talking about talk about feeling old. Uh, Elle Fanning was born. <laughs> the actress Elle Fanning. April 28th? April 9th, 1998. Oh, okay. Elle Fanning. Okay. Yeah. You like Elle Fanning? Mm-hmm. Uh, did you ever see The Neon Demon? Mm-mm. That's a good one. Uh, friends and Mothers, do you like The Neon Demon? What else? I don't know. Uh, oh, she's in the, Be- the Beguiled, too. I forgot about that. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's a great movie. I liked it. Uh, but I haven't watched The Great on Hulu. Um, people who have watched it say it's good. And yeah. I, we always see the ads when we're it's watching Hulu. It's supposed to be funny, right? Yeah, it looks, looks funny. Um, but, uh, yeah. So, th- top. Though, let's go top five songs in the, uh, on that day in the U.S., Number five, Celine Dion, my heart will go on. Number four, next, too close. Ooh. I, this one I know. When I, I, I don't think I, I mean, this is 1988. I don't remember hearing this song until college when it would be at like people would play it at house parties yeah. like semi-ironically because it's like a funny song to but dance to. it's still to. a good song. It's grown on me. At first I thought it was just funny because it's a, it's an entire song about like a guy and a girl on a dance floor and the guy's getting a heart on. Yeah. That's. Yeah, I feel a little poke coming through um, on you. <laughs> yeah, but it is a really catchy song. Maybe no more crying. Uh, at number three, Madonna, Frozen. At number two, Montel Jordan, Let's Ride. Uh, I don't know. I only know the one Montel Jordan song, I think. This is yeah. how we do it, right? Yeah. Uh, and at number one, uh, get ready to sing Casey and JoJo, All My Life. Pray for someone like you. Season 4, episode 19 of How I Met Your Mother, Murtaugh, aired on Monday, March 30th, 2009. Um, Let's see what happened on that day. Uh, The 2009 Commonwealth of Puerto Rico quarter dollar, quarter is just what we call it, weird website, is now in in circulation by the U.S. Mint. Remember, they did all the, like, state quarters. And then I guess... Did they do all the territories? Like, is there a... Like, is there a Guam one? Is there a U.S. Virgin Island one? Is there an American Samoa one? Is mm-hmm. there a uh, Northern Marianas Islands one? I, I mean, that, naming I, all of the... Yeah, I don't think... All of the territories? I don't think that there are... Yeah. Um, all right. So Friends and mothers who work at the Mint... Or, yeah, I, yeah, have you... I, I don't even think... I guess I, I don't really look at my quarters. Yeah. And I also don't carry quarters that much anymore. Uh, now that yeah. we, like, don't... Do laundry. Now that we have a laundry yeah. machine, yeah. Uh, a washer and dryer here. Uh, laundry machine. We have a laundry machine. <laughs> That's like you? when you hear people like who didn't grow up with VCRs 
refer to them as VHS players. Yeah. And I understand why, because they grew up with DVD players and yeah. Blu-ray players. So you would think it would be called a VHS player. And it makes sense. Yeah. But that wasn't what we called them growing up. Yeah. We called them VCRs. Uh, all right. Um, top five songs in the U.S. on this day. At number five, we've got The All-American Rejects Gives You Hell. At number four, we've got T.I.'s Dead and Gone. Number three, Soldier Boy Tell Him Kiss Me Through the Phone. Number two, Lady Gaga Carried My, Carried My, He Can Read My Poker Face. Uh, number one, Flow Riders Right Round. All right. So that's that. I guess our final segment. Where were we in our relationship? <laughs> There's not going to be updates every week. I mean, we were just like in, you know, just, yeah. you know, okay. doing the thing, you know? Yeah. Um, and also, I feel like the big, the next big steps in our relationship we're gonna, are going to be during the off season. We're going to talk about it when we come back for season five. Okay. You know what I mean? Okay. Because that, that it was during the summer that we were hitting the gas pretty hard. Right. As someone said to us. Right. Um, let's move on to our final segment, which is especially fun to say this week because it actually is a quote from one of the episodes. Yeah. Challenge accepted. This is where we try to guess what's going to happen uh, next week on the shows armed only with the episode titles. Um, I came so close. Like, so close on this one. Mm -hmm. I said, Emily may love Ross, but that doesn't mean they have to run headlong into their happily ever after together like their, like their goddamn Romeo and Juliet. In other words, tap the brakes, Ross. Yeah, so you, you get a no, point. Because... I was saying that Emily would be resistant. So I was so close, but Emily is Emily goes along with it. So I don't think I got it right. I think you get a point. I don't know. We'll see. But I'm really proud of myself. That was really close. That was really good. Um, I'm sure to mine just was... go from the one with all the haste yeah. to that, like, I'm really proud of myself. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure mine was just as close. You had no idea what to say last <laughs> yeah. week. You said Robin and Marshall argue, argue gun rights. I guess at some <laughs> point one of them will invoke lethal weapon. That's what you said. Yeah. Yeah. So I think neither of us gets a point. I think you get a point. I was really close. Yeah. I'm really proud of myself for yeah. how close I got. Yeah. But I didn't get it. Okay. All right. You want a vamp? Oh. Um, steamed. Lentils. Organic apricot preserves. Italian-style wedding soup. Cracked olive salad. Spicy Thai shrimp fried rice. Okay. Um, um, by the way, I... As a kid, I loved Italian wedding soup. Is that a weird... I know I had a lot of weird tastes as a kid, like butter pecan ice cream... <laughs> Is it weird for a kid to have loved Italian wedding soup? I don't think so. Okay. Because they always had it at um, the like salad bar at Shoney's, which Shoney's I don't think exists anymore. It's like but a sports? No. Shoney's is like a, I guess, Buffet? imagine something in between a Denny's and a Sizzler. Okay. Like it was more of a diner look, mm -hmm. but the reason you went was for the all-you-can-eat salad bar. Okay. Um, and we would often go like after church. Okay. Um, and they would usually have Italian wedding soup, and I loved it. I loved tiny little meatballs. Yeah. Well, we talked last week about a bone de gas. A bone de gas. Yeah, this is meatball Similar. talk. Yeah. Uh, all right. Season four, episode 20 of Friends is called The One with All the Wedding Dresses. Okay. I'm going to say... Um, uh, <laughs> let's see. I'm going to say Rachel... 
trying to appear cool with it offers to help Emily shop for wedding dresses turns out she's not cool with it. Okay. Right? So it's like Emily's going to need someone to go shopping with her and Rachel's going to be like, oh, I'll do it. And Emily's going to be like, oh, are you sure this will be weird? She's like, no, I'm I'm fine. But then like she's going to like have some sort of breakdown because mm-hmm. she misses Ross mm-hmm. so much. Um, okay, so season four, episode four, uh, season four, episode Friends. That's not, uh, not even the right show. <laughs> season four, episode 20 of How I Met Your Mother is called... <laughs> Mosbius Designs. Mosbius Designs. Um, okay, so Ted, we he already talked about his dream to open his own architecture Right, because you know he got fired. Yeah, he got yeah. fired. So he's going to start planning, and he's going to try to get help from his friends of what to name his company okay so there's some sort of bet and whoever wins gets to name it and mosbius designs uh i guess wins ted lets the let the gang pick out uh enlist the gang okay okay uh to decide on the nomenclature. Okay. Ted enlists the brain trust that is his friend group to hammer out the, uh, what did you say? The nomenclature. <laughs> the nomenclature. For his prospective new firm. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay. That's the end of the episode then. We did everything. We did it. We'll see you next week. Bye. No. What if I did that? <laughs> um, you can find this podcast exactly where you found it this time. Thank you for doing that. And congratulations. You can... Uh, but you can also find a post for every episode at battleshippretension.com where you can leave a comment. That's also where you can find my other podcast, battleshippretension.com, where I talk about movies. We just did our, as we always do right before the Oscars, we did our top 10 movies of the previous year, of 2022 um, episode. So check that out. It's quite long. <laughs> you can email me at david at battleshippretension.com and follow me on Twitter at davypretension. More importantly, you can email us at the one where I met your mother at gmail.com. Yeah. You should do that. Yeah. That'd be great. Absolutely. And if you have done that and I didn't get the email, please let me know. I had a weird problem with emails not forwarding to e- emails from other email addresses not forwarding to my Gmail. But you Gmail. figured it out. It's I figured it out with the battleship retention one. Okay. Well, I want to know if there's any problems with the one where I met your mother one. Okay. Uh, I don't think there have been so far, but please let me know. Um so that's uh that's where you can find us. Um where you can find me, Natalie, where do you want people to find you on the internet? I don't, but as you know, uh, if you like this episode, you should rate, review, subscribe, tell your friends, tell your mothers. Um, You have various calls to action, so uh, 
Let us know. Um, let us know. Let us know. Let us know. Right? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, okay. Speaking of, until next time, we'll see you in the cozy ice fishing shack. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>